This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 151. This is Brett Hurst. And we are marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Well, today's episode is called Never Say This. Never say what? What we're about to talk about. What is it I'm never supposed to say? I'm about to unpack it for you. Just want to make sure. It's that funny I that don't... the title has the word never in it because we're really never supposed to say never. Yes. In marriage, which we'll get to. But today's content is from a New York Times article that was entitled Eight Things You Should Never Say to Your Partner According to Therapists. I have a feeling I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I was just curious if you and I agreed with the list of things that shouldn't be said. I haven't even seen the list. I but, know. But I have a feeling. I know. For sometime in my in our long marriage that I've probably said several of these things. I probably said one of these yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going in fact we have the eight things that the article talks about and then I put a bonus oh, phrase. Wonderful. So there's really nine. But dug, let's start with the first dug one. Dug into our personal archives. <laughs> Therapists <laughs> say that we should not say and typically this is when we're in the midst of conflict by the way I should have prefaced that. Uh-huh. But the first thing is we're not supposed to say you're overreacting. <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. That was, that was one of the first things I said when we first got married. <laughs> this is a way that we can seem superior to our partner. Well, that was not my intent. But one person does not get to determine which reactions are appropriate and which are not. Well, that's true. So, yeah. I, most people, when they are told that they're overreacting, that's not a calming effect. Doesn't doesn't go well. No, it does not. So that's number one. Okay. All right. Do we agree with that? Uh, I I have a. I, I think in, we agree that that's below the belt. Yes. All right. I'm in sync with that well, one. We agree one to one. All, All right. right. Number two comment is, I never said that. Ding ding. ding. <laughs> I'm, we just said this Have yesterday. I said all eight of these? Yes. <laughs> I never said that. I never said that. This just breaks down the argument to he said, she said, and now you're just arguing about what was said rather than what the original conflict is about. Gotcha. But this goes back to so many things we talk about, Brett, in communication is that we think what we're communicating are just the words that we're saying. And there's so much more. Because that's only a very small percentage. I believe 7% of our communication package are the words we say. Mm-hmm. The rest of it's our tone of voice, body language. So, so much more gets communicated. So when we're sitting with couples and one of them says, I never said that. And the other person's like, yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't say those exact words, but the other partner got communicated something. And that's what they're saying when they say you said that. But we tend to treat the whole conflict like it's a deposition process. Right, right. Like, I cannot recall. Yeah. I have no memory of that. <laughs> I have no memory of that. I never said that. Yeah, I never said that. So do we agree with that one? Okay. It's probably not helpful because it is going to get you off track. Sure. Although, then, but then I think if someone legitimately misquotes me. Right. Right. 
then I want to be able to say, well, well actually my, what I said was. That's my question. But I think m- more times it might be helpful to say what I meant was. Okay. And maybe then we're not getting into the. So leapfrog over, I never said that. Yeah. And just get right to the heart of this is what I intended. There you go. All right. All right. We're two for two, maybe. Right. Sort of. This is all assuming that we have the presence of mind in a heated conversation to think rationally. That's true. And I rarely have presence <laughs> of mind. All right. Number three. This is one you and I figured out as youngsters. We did. Uh, you always or you never. Don't say either one of those. You That's always right. do such and such. You never do such and such. Yeah. We've talked about this on the podcast. It's it's an exaggeration it's unfair and it's not usually true uh-huh. because, and then you, again, you get derailed because the other person's automatically going to go, yes, I do. I take out the trash. You never take out the trash. Yes, I do. Uh-huh. You know, then, then you're arguing about something that's not the original thing. Okay. So do we, we agree with that one? You never and you always? I feel like uh, my answers are legally binding, but I'm in agreement <laughs> with you. Yeah, the next time you pull one of these out, I'm going to whip up this podcast, pull it up on my phone and make you, you listen said to it. on this yeah. date. All right. Number four, yes, but. You can't say yes, but. Well, this is what the article was talking about. It says, when you say yes, but, it communicates to your partner that his or her disappointment isn't important because you've felt the same way in the past. I'm sorry, you're going to have to run that by me one well, more time. Well, I think what they're trying to get at is when we say yes, but, we're saying, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but what I need to say is more important. Yeah. You don't agree with that one? I don't know. That's a little, <laughs> that's a little, I mean. Well, <laughs> how are give you me gonna, your, why don't you agree with that? <laughs> how are you going to transition? I mean, to me, yes, but means I agree, but. Here's something maybe you haven't considered, or here's something that hasn't been added to the conversation yet. Is that not appropriate? Maybe it should be yes and. Yes and. <laughs> because, well, here's the thing. Maybe it should be yes, period. Because if we want to communicate fully that we're really listening to our spouse, we're really hearing them, then maybe we don't put a comma and a but because that just means we're on to what we want to say rather than making sure our partner has said everything he or she needs to say. I'll be honest with you. I feel like we're splitting hairs on but. I feel right. like I feel like this is like policing our grandkids that like to say the word but and we're trying to get them <laughs> to, like to, say to the not word. say that word. So <laughs> I feel like this is just like that. All right. So that one we don't totally agree with. All yeah. right. Number five, you should be more like blank. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I said that one. No. In fact, comparing your partner or your relationship to someone else's is never a good idea. I I concur. I will say this. With all the couples that we've sat down with, this is more of a problem than I assumed it was. People comparing their partner to someone else's partner. Mm -hmm. You know, we've heard women say, well, so-and-so couple, they go out every single week. They have a weekly date night. Why oh, don't we? La-di-da. Or we've actually heard people say, you know, so-and-so's partner keeps themselves in shape. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, there could be like, a, whether it's so-and-so has a bigger house or, you that know. That would be hitting below the belt for both of us. So. Yeah, I go back to the old 
Mike Iaconelli quote, and he's passed away since he was an old youth leader, but he said, when I play the comparison game, I'll always fall short mm-hmm. because I compare what I know about myself, which is everything, faults and all, mm-hmm. to what I don't know about someone else. Right. And and I'm just going to come up short every time. So when we compare, that, that's just always below the belt because we agree with that one. Okay. Number six. <laughs> this was never an issue in my other relationships. Mm, ding, ding, <laughs> ding. I think I said that early in our... Yeah, I think you did say that. <laughs> Thanks. It's been a long time ago. Right. <laughs> this is just another way of saying the problem in this relationship is you. Now, that was not what I was trying to say. <laughs> but we agree that's off limits. Mm-hmm. That's not going to help anything. All right. Well, now we've been married so long, I can't remember that's true. anything. That's no, true. We can't remember anything before each prior other. Prior relationships. Right. Number seven, the term calm down. <laughs> or, or as our son would say. Simmer down. Simmer down, yeah. <laughs> this is like oil on a fire. It just doesn't help. I, I can honestly say anytime you have said to me, I, d- I don't even think you say that, definitely not nowadays, but no. maybe when we were younger, if I was really upset or spazzy about something and you'd be like, calm down, that's just not going to calm me down. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have high anxiety around like getting on an airplane, mm-hmm. there are times where you'll be like, okay, Kelly, let's calm down. Let's breathe. That's helpful. Okay. In but that, I'm, but I'm usually seeking that. In that context. Yeah. But when we're just arguing or someone's upset about mad about something, I don't think that's a good thing to say. Well, I think I've learned other ways of calming the situation than saying those two words. Yeah. Would you say that that's an unhelpful phrase though? Usually. Yeah. Not always. All right. And the number eight from the article is, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. Really? I, I don't you, know. I think this is off limits. To say it's not that big of a deal? To say to your partner who's upset about whatever the deal is. Right. That this is not that big of a deal. I think it depends on the situation, don't you? I I, I keep going back to if the idea is to validate our what our partner is feeling. Which is important. I agree with that. Then I think it would be helpful to say that a very different way. Okay. Like, I don't really see why this is a big deal, but tell me why it feels like a big deal to you. There you go. That might be a better way of saying it. Very good. I just feel like it. it's a little bit of a belittling. Yeah. I think it just depends on the end. Tent. Yeah. If you're belittling, yeah. No bueno. Okay, so let's just get real here. Let's let's use an, a real life example. A woman finds out that her husband's watching porn. Oh, and he says and it's not that upset, big of a deal. And he says it's not that big of a deal. Well, then we're in agreement. Is that helpful? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, or I mean, just it could be one of the partners. You know, racked up the credit card expenses. That's a big deal. It's not a big deal. That's what I'm saying is like. But what if they, you know, you <laughs> sacked up the trash, but you didn't put a twist tie on the yeah, bag? Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. It's not. But if the partner is upset about the twist tie not being there, don't you want to validate their feelings? Suffice to say, learn what works. That's very true. Yeah. I just, I don't want couples to dismiss each other's feelings. No. No. All right. No, so we've no, no. only really agreed on not all of these. Yeah, well, it's not that big of a but deal. But I have a number nine. <laughs> I have a bonus phrase <laughs> that I want to add. Oh, sorry. I think that's the first. You think you're so funny. I think that's the first snort yeah. I've ever done in 100. 100- <laughs> 
51 episodes. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, here's the bonus phrase that I added in, which I think we've talked about on the podcast before, but it's this. When you're in an argument and you say, what do you want me to say? Now, I have said that before, oh, early in our marriage. I hate that. Yes, I don't Most say that. Most women hate, pardon me. Goodness. <laughs> You snorted and I burped. Sorry, okay. listeners. Right. Uh, what the, we've... Bo- the bodily functions episode. <laughs> well, we are getting older. This idea of what do you want me to say? All it communicates is I just want to be done with this argument. Uh-huh. So I'm willing to say whatever, even if I don't mean it. Right. Just so you'll get off my back. That's how it feels when the partner says that. That's usually how it's intended. <laughs> Not by me. <laughs> Never by you. <laughs> Never by me. <laughs> right. What I will say about all of these statements, whether you you know agree with the fact that they're unhelpful or not, it's, is most, it's just not that big of a deal. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> most of these statements move you away from having a problem-solving conversation, mm-hmm. and they catapult you into an argument. Right. They're just derailing. Maybe that's just the best way of saying it. They're just derailing comments Mm -hmm. that aren't going to keep you on track. Mm -hmm. One of the quotes from the article that I liked was when they say, when you go back into history, it turns the conversation into a different thing. You know, if we're going back to, well, last week you said this and Mm. da, 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 da. You know, you've got to focus on the problem at hand. You don't want to get into who's going to outlawyer the other person. So true. And I think this speaks to what we often tell couples is if you're good at processing your stuff, when it happens, you know, kind of every day, getting it hashed out, Mm -hmm. then you don't really have the temptation of needing to go back to history. Good point. Because you're, you're repairing stuff, hopefully, as you're doing it, you know, and you're taking care of things and resolving them. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. (laughs) That's very good. Even though... What do you want me to say? That, that, yes. Did I steal that from you? You did. I was going to say that. So is this an okay episode? Well, what do you want me to say? (laughs) This is what I want me to say. If you would like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. Why you would want to contact us, I don't know, after this episode. But we also hope you'll follow us on social media. And I would like to give a special thank you to Caleb Hurst for producing this episode. Simmer down, Caleb. (laughs) Thanks for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all. 